It's Tech Talk with Rob Chang of PCMatic.com on the Liz Callaway Show with Nick Summers on Talk 94.5. First you affected my dad's PC, then you got my wives. I cleaned up your ugly mess, now I want you out of my life. No, you don't. Hack it to our PC. No, you don't. Get by our security. Oh, I'm sorry, I talked over the guitar solo. Sorry, sorry. It's Rob Chang of PCMatic.com. Good morning. Good morning. You, t- you talked over Nick's lead. Oh, my gosh. How I can know. I do it? She does it to me all the time. I try I try to remember, but I forgot. And Rob Chang, I am your full-service co-host show producer because while she was doing that very important interview, I took her dog out for a walk to go pee-pee. Yes. <laughs> He sure did. Uh, good morning, Rob. How are you? I'm good. Excellent. Excellent. All right. I see there's a attack, cyber attacks all over the country here. You know, Dallas and city of Dallas, social security numbers, addresses. Oh, my gosh. When is you know, this is a funny. Th- I mean, this is a second time for Dallas. I mean, Dallas was down for a month. Wow. I'm going to say less than a year ago. They didn't learn, did they? You know, uh, whenever somebody gets attacked, I mean, and this is very well known, um, the cybersecurity industry views it as like a revenue opportunity. Oh, well, you got attacked. Well, you need to do this. You need to do this. And so that you're, you're instead of trying to learn and get better, what you're doing is you're fending off all these uh, salespeople. Mm-hmm. That's what happens when, when uh, you get uh, attacked successfully and it's in the news. Everybody knows it. You know, and you know, a company like mine, we don't we don't have enough people to go and stand in line and bother the city of Dallas because you know you're you're definitely standing in line waiting to talk to these people who are really under a panic because they have to talk to the news, they have to talk to the people they work for, and then they have to talk to all these salespeople. Yeah, exactly. Um, I also was reading that you know there's attacks going back and forth between Ukraine and Russia i mean these cyber attacks have definitely become part of warfare ammo you know i mean it is i mean that that was very predictable i mean russia has been attacking and actually in the, in the cyber war in the cyber part of the war between ukraine and russia i mean russia has the upper hand they're going to win that I mean, and they know that they, they've, I mean, their books written about how they, they've shut down the electric grid in Ukraine, which is, I mean, if you're in a war and you're trying to protect the homeland, shutting down their electricity is very effective. I mean, so things like that. And, you know, and then the other, there are two more things they can do, right? They, they can spy on them and they can also uh, influence all the, uh, what, what the people see, what the Ukrainian people see through propaganda to make them think like, like, like they're losing the war and, you know, things like that. And which are all common war techniques, but they can now do it in cyber. Mm-hmm. There was another attack that I heard about. I don't know if you've heard about this one. Um, it was actually a while ago, but the news just came out recently that the um, UK National Library took a hit. Um, and they said that that library holds 170 million items. Um, and some of the items and collections date back to over a thousand years and it was a ransomware attack, and met, much of its data had been stolen and leaked already by the cyber criminals. You know, actually, we started this new thing on Twitter yesterday. You know, where we would say, 
and, and the Federal Library of UK did not have PCmatic. Because <laughs> yeah, I know right. that. I mean, that's awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. That's true. You know, so every so that that's what we're doing. Every single infection, whether it's you know actually a lot, a lot of them don't even make the news right now, and then we put that's it right. out there and say they they, they did not have PCmatic. Yeah, because they didn't. I mean, they they have not figured out that PCmatic's the solution yet. Mm-hmm. All right, so give Actually, us... I was going to talk. I was yeah. shift to talk about another thing that's. Uh, I was in another meeting yesterday, which is a really interesting topic, which is privacy. Uh huh. Um, you know, and I was analyzing it with them, and I'll analyze it here. Uh, back, you know, back in 2013, Obama was president, so some time ago, Edward Snowden came out, and he he had the and he he dumped all this data to the media, mm-hmm. and then he left the country, and he wanted us to know one thing: that the government has this huge, massive surveillance mm-hmm. on citizens. And back then, you know, they, they had, have, and how did, how did they do it? Well, they have these big databases, but the people feeding these databases, not people, the companies feeding these uh, databases back then were like Verizon and AT&T and, and, then, and companies like this were, were volunteering our information to the federal government. That was happening, you know, in 2013, that was 11 years ago. Mm-hmm. And um, and since then, that um, that 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 it's they're doing it a lot more. I mean, the the, the amount of surveillance that's happening. I mean, it, in the last eleven years, I mean, every place you have all these security cameras, and you have and now now all, everything that you're doing really um, is being stored by the government. I mean, yeah. and, and so I, what I was want to talk about was you know my other talk yesterday was about. Well, what can we do? I mean, I mean, what well, one thing we could try to do, you know, and I, I think there's a small is try to change the government saying, "Hey, stop doing that." Although I don't think that's going to be successful, and it's kind of scary because for me, it's not the American government that's doing it. All governments are doing this. Mm-hmm. All federal governments are doing this. Wow. Right? Was, so there's no place you can really go and hide. Even this is the way things are. And, and I don't think there's a way to go and change it. You know, you don't hear any, you know, anybody you know, on the campaign trail ever talking about this issue. Yeah, you're right. You know, because it's they're, so they're, And actually, and now what they're doing, right, is that, one, it's just not Verizon. Now, I mean, it's Facebook, it's Google, it's uh, Microsoft. And then it's all of all the ISPs. It's Spectrum, it's Comcast. You know, all the big ISPs are now providing all this information to the government. Mm-hmm. You know, so, this, this all and the ISPs are a really scary one because they can see everything that you're doing. I mean, Google, for example, can see every single query. You can say, you know, mm-hmm. what is some, uh, what is some medicine for my dog? Right. You could say that. And, and with some uh, information that's really not that useful to mo- for the government, but Google has that information. And, the government has that information, mm-hmm. you know, and then just put that. I mean, every single Google search, every single YouTube video you watch, and so on, like that, is now being provided. It's being provided to the government. You mentioned Edward Snowden, and I went onto his uh, Twitter, and yesterday he tweeted out: "Institutions are burning the, <clears throat> the public's faith in them at the precise moment in history when we have developed the capacity." to replace them with algorithms. A revolution is coming, 
And if you thought human judgment was bad, just wait until you see what replaces it. What do you think he's wow. talking about? <laughs> you know, I, he that's is a deep. really deep guy. I mean, yeah. I, that's I, scary. Uh, we talk, that's what I think it was our last talk, talk. We were talking about AI and how I thought that the overall effect of AI would be negative on humanity, mm-hmm. and we're better off us humans thinking through our own problems. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's what he's saying is that. You know, rather than have people store, storing all this information about us, we're going to have algorithms analyzing all this information. Like Liz is looking for medicine on her dog. I mean, that that you're going to have algorithms looking at that, mm-hmm. and they could look at that a lot faster than, than humans could. Yeah. So actually, so the next part of my conversation, I want to say, well, what can we do then? What can we do? Well, I, I don't actually look. So there, there's a big, you know, big divide. I think in the country, I think it's going to be shrinking over time. That's what Edward's thinking about whether the government should be doing this or not, and or whether we're okay with it. And so I think that some percentage of people think, well, that's okay. I mean, and Edward talks about, well, I'm not doing anything wrong, so I don't really care what the government stores about me. But Edward argues that you're you're, you're losing your privacy. Mm-hmm. And and well, personally, I'm not okay with it. But there's nothing I can do about it. Actually, there is one. There, there's one thing you can do right now, and that's VPN. Okay. And VPN, uh, VPN does one thing. I think the most it does two things. So it's, it does two functions. With one is that um, the government doesn't really know it's you that is really there. It, it it's using your IP address, and your IP address you get from your your ISP, your internet service provider. So a VPN makes it so that IP address is not your IP address. Mm-hmm. Makes it so it's some other IP address that the government cannot associate back to you. That's what it does. And and you're, I mean, there are a lot of, you know, you are not your IP address. That's just a, a number that's been assigned to you, but mm-hmm. you are not your IP address. I mean, a lot of you know, people are, are can get onto your network. They can hack your network. They can do all those things. And then they, the government's going to think it's you, but it's right. not you. It's, it's whoever's on your network. Mm-hmm. You know that that is your IP address. Hey, Rob, I got to ask but you. Then a VPN says, "Well, I don't want my IP address to be associated with everything that I do. I just want to be anonymous." And let's be clear. I mean, when the internet was designed, you know what, going back into the '80s through DARPA and all that, it was meant to be anonymous. It was meant to be anonymous. And so now, because of it, I mean, because, you know, the, our government started this right at the dawn of the Internet, all the surveillance, that, that they said, all right, well, we don't want it to be anonymous. That's what the government is saying. We don't want the Internet to be anonymous. And so they figured out a way to, uh, through these relationships, quote-unquote relationships, with the people we do business with, in order to go and surveil us. So I so I was just telling. So the, my conclusion is that, and it's just one technology. You know, PC Mac has one, but there are lots of VPNs. But it's just one technology that you need in the future, as this gets worse and worse and worse. The, uh, Rob, Actually, the question know, I have for you, VPN. Rob, well, hold one on. Thing I want to tell you that the part of a VPN that's very important is that you know we have a VPN. So theoretically, we could be logging everything that's happening, and that that's really the promise that we don't do that. And now the next thing that um, that the next thing that happens is that independent of whether we log all the information, which we don't, is that we have to fend off all of the government requests. And there, that's that. That's really what a VPN does: 
is saying, no, we do not store this information because the government is keep, keeps on trying to get that information. So Because they want it. They can say, wait a second, here, we don't have all information on these people. How can we get it? So they're trying to get it through the VPN companies. So and that's we um, say, no, we don't collect that information, and there's a lot of lawyers involved. Okay. All right. So, But it's really important. I mean, it's really important. I believe that it's just not VPN. I believe in the future there will be other technologies we the people need in order to protect our privacy. Mm-hmm. But the first, uh, first one that we have right now is the VPN. And it doesn't do everything. Actually, the other thing, the VPN does really good. See, the problem is that on a phone that you can still know, the government still knows where you're at because, it, you know, because you have the cell phone t- towers, you have a SIM chip, and all these other things. So your SIM chip, rather than your IP address, now your SIM chip, they, they assume to be you. Mm-hmm. Still not you. Someone could steal your phone. I mean, all those kind of things. But that, they're assuming that the activity on that phone is yours. And they do that through your SIM chip and also through your IP address on your phone. Now, you could put a VPN there, but they still have that SIM chip to go and track you on your phone. So I've always argued that you're better off, you're worried about privacy. I think everyone would agree with this, doing it on a computer rather than on your phone. Hmm. Rob, um, I I need to ask you, because I don't know if I told you this, I might have mentioned it the last time we talked, that... They um, Verizon wire uh, Verizon Wireless. I went to the store because my SIM card went bad, and I didn't realize it was an actual physical card. And I called up, and they said, "Oh yeah, just come on down. It's twenty bucks. We switched the card." I said, "Oh, okay." And when I went there, the the person there at the store, I said, "How does this card go bad?" And they said, "Oh, they're doing it to all the phones." because they want you to have an electronic SIM card. They don't want you to be able to remove it from your phone. Now, in thinking about this, you know, there was this little tiny SIM card, and I just threw it out. But, I mean, that's pretty uh, disturbing. So now the SIM card yeah, that, that's is electronic. Odd. I mean, I, I, I don't know why they would do that. And obviously they didn't. Well, because so you can't remove it. Why? That they're... You have to pay so that they can get another SIM chip into your car. Actually, you know what phone. happened? They did not charge me. The first the the person on the phone told me just come and buy a new SIM card for twenty bucks. But when I went there, they said, "Oh no, no, this this you just throw this out and we put a and he programmed my phone and he put an electronic SIM card in my phone and he says they're they're making everyone switch to this electronic SIM card why. and they're not charging. I'm not, I'm, you know, I'm not I'm T Mobile and so they haven't done that to me. But there's something odd about that. I mean the SIM chip is 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 key. I mean that, that that's really your telephone number and then that's also how they can tell that it's uniquely you. Right. Um because then, if they go, actually, you know, we're talking about Verizon. We know that Verizon has a relationship with the NSA, and so therefore, that that and that's how they're doing it. That's mm-hmm. it, it, you know, if, if somebody wanted in the NSA, Edward talks about this. You know, if I wanted to look up Liz Calloway, they they could go do that in the database. And how they would do that is through through that SIM information. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Back then, in 2013. Yeah. So they're going to these eSIM cards. That's what they're calling them. I don't know. I, I've not heard of that, and I want. I I just I'd have to do some research on what, yeah. the, why they did that. Yeah. Well, I I mean I think basically because then you can't detach it from your phone. It's connected. 
You can't go yeah, off I mean, the it's grid. Very, it's very useful to be able to move it around. I mean, th- th- this is more, you know, the flexibility for you so that they can isolate it back to you. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, is, yeah. it used to be possible, I mean, to take a SIM chip out of one phone and put it in another one. Right. And, I, and apparently with Verizon, you can't do that anymore. No. Well, slowly they're blowing up people's SIM cards. Right, and, and and your flexibility and your privacy. So now they they can tell that is really you. I, I think they're trying to remove that, you know, that right to your your flexibility. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So I, I see. So what, what I think, and what I told the people at the conference I was at, is I believe that soon everybody will want to have a VPN, and I believe that if we go and buy more uh, buy more VPN than uh, that that industry, me included, can go and. Uh, invent other technologies that will get the balance of so you can use your cell phone without being tracked. Mm-hmm. It's not possible right now to use your cell phone without the government knowing something about what you're doing on right. that phone. Right. It's not possible right now, but I think that other technologies can be invented to do these things. Hmm. But right. right now, I mean, if you want to be totally private, be on a computer. You know, don't use Google. Don't you? I mean, try. There's actually there's a there's really good service called DuckDuckGo. Yeah, it's also a search engine that doesn't do all the tracking. I mean, that that's the main reason that they they are they exist. It's so they don't because mm-hmm. they they promise they don't track everything yeah. that you do. Right. Yeah, that's what we use. All right, Rob Chang of PCMatic.com. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate it. Okay. Have a good weekend, everybody.